You're listening to the following program on TFN Audio from the Fantasy Network, where independent creators and fans of fantasy, sci-fi, horror, and gaming meet to create, stream, and support the shows that they love. Creator-distributed, fan-supported, that's TFN. Find this and many more great programs at watch.thefantasy.network slash audio. Who approaches? Lady Michaela, forgive me for imposing upon your sacred presence, but I have a question to ask of you. And do you know the price of asking me a question? Yes. My own life must be taken in payment. But I will die happy, here and now, if you can give me the answer I seek. Very well. And what is that answer? I must know where it is that the most huge and most fearsome dragon in all the land resides. Ah, a most fascinating question, mortal. Thank you, milady. Long have I sought this beast. Alas, all in vain. And now I'm becoming too old to continue adventuring. But if you could tell me where the creature lies, then my burden will be eased. The huge and fearsome dragon you speak of resides... In the Cathedral of Diamonds. The Cathedral of Diamonds. At last, I know the truth. And now, my faithful guards, throw him into the well of death. It is done, my lady. Good. And now I will continue to sit and to wait in the hope that the day will come when somebody will ask me a question I actually know the answer to. We all pray for that day, my lady. Half the people who come here ask me about dragons. What's so great about fucking dragons? I mean, I don't have a clue about dragons. Never even seen one. Have you? No, my lady. And they're probably all about the same size anyway. I would have thought. Surely. The sword that explodes. This is definitely the right town, is it? I'm fairly certain this is the place. This will be the fifth town you've said that about. And they've all had their own particular charm. That place two days ago wasn't charming. It was just weird. I really think a town should have more people than scarecrows. Our efforts will be rewarded soon enough. Will they? You still haven't come clean with Clive about this thing. Well, he might refuse. We need to wait until he gets spurred on in the heat of the moment. Aha! You see the parchment in that shop window there? Official trader for the fight to the death. Applications, audience tickets and souvenirs available here. Bingo! morning, my friends. Welcome to Sally's local boutique of the town that's got lots of people living in it. Are you looking for good seats for the fight to the death? I can sort you out with an excellent rooftop vantage point. 
No, we wish to purchase an entry to the fight itself for a friend of ours. A rather euphemistic use of the word friend, if I may say so, sir, considering that you clearly want him dead. I want nothing of the kind. Come now, sir. You don't need to apologise. I know how the game works. You intend to shame your enemy into competing. If he refuses, he will look like a terrible coward. It's a common practice. Um, okay then. My enemy's name is Clive. Clive. Okay. Give him this ticket. Of course, there's always a small chance that he'll win. Then you'll look foolish. <laughs> yes, that'll be hard to swallow, all right. And would you like to pre-order any part of him that's left over? Severed head, perhaps? No, thank you. But while we're here, are you interested in stocking any potions? I can do you a bulk deal. Have you got any potions that allow you to see the future? People have been asking for those a lot in the last few days, when they're going to place bets on the fight. Certainly. Would you like 100% accuracy or just the 50-50 version? What's the 50-50 one for? Some people like to live on the edge. Fair enough. I'll take... Lily, could I have a word with you outside? What's the matter? You can't start dishing out potions that will let people know that Clive's going to win the fight. Why not? You're already trying to coin it. I'm just doing the same. But then they'll start preparing for him. You know, get their anti-barbarian equipment together. And what exactly is anti-barbarian equipment? I don't know. An armoured scarf or something. What I'm saying is we need the element of surprise on our side. Hmm. Well, all right. But half the prize money goes on ingredients for potions. And also on bottles. I'm seriously running out of bottles, and to be honest, without bottles, it's game over. Fine. Let's go and see if Clive has finished his brunch yet. Clive, how are you doing? Bit disappointed. They've run out of the Griffin quiche with totally destroyed avocado. That's a shame. I was hoping to try it. They say the avocado is so utterly eradicated, you can't taste it at all. Yes, it's not much of a gastro-hovel if they don't provide the very thing they're famous for, is it? I bet this makes you pretty angry, Clive. A bit angry, I suppose. I bet you're itching to take your aggression out on somebody now. Yeah, I might send an angry parchment to the manager. Will that be enough, though? Will that slake the thirst for revenge that rages within you? Probably. I mean... It's not the end of the world. I had a couple of unicorn horns with sweet chilli dip. They were decent. I fear that's not going to quell the beast inside. Only the chance to knock a few heads together will do that. Will it? I can see the red mist beginning to form behind your eyes, old fellow. Oh, well, that sounds worrying. It is worrying. People do reckless and foolhardy things if they can't control the red mist. And I wouldn't want you to do anything reckless or foolhardy. So I think you should take part in a fight to the death against this entire town. If you think that's really necessary. I do think that. And you agree, don't you, Lily? Well, yeah. It might be the only safe course of action at this point. But how do I... Don't worry. It's all in hand. Let's go to the main square. The contest will be starting soon. Right. Excuse me, waiter. Would you like anything else, sir? Just the bill, please. Can we get a takeaway? Certainly, madame. 
three garlic gnomes, please. Would you like them with pesto or urine? Uh, what kind of urine is it? Mysterious old man. We'll go pesto. Right you are. Right then, Clive, here's your entry ticket. As soon as they announce the start of the fight, you show it to that man in the long robe over there and then just, you know, wade in. Okay. Lily and myself will now retire to a safe distance from where we can monitor your progress. Looks like the mayor's arrived. But who's that with him? Good Lord. What an extraordinary woman. Where has she come from? Pray silence for the mayor. Good afternoon. We have gathered here once again to tackle our town's chronic overpopulation crisis by means of the fight to the death, with the last man standing to receive 1,000 gold quid. Recently, many of you come to me with the same complaint. The fight to the death is no longer enough, although we've changed it from an annual event to twice a year and then monthly and now fortnightly, there are simply too many mouths to feed. Too little food to put in them and too few jobs for people to be employed in. You all know how seriously I take this issue. I've made sure all of the town's bread, meat and vegetables are kept safely under lock and key in my personal vault for safekeeping during this difficult and uncertain time. <laughs> but, but, I have gone further. We are joined today by a very special visitor. Lady Michaela of the Really Wild Woods has graced us with her noble presence. <gasps> Thank you, sir. People of the town, you may know of my reputation. Well, now is your chance to receive my gift of knowledge. Obviously, it's a bit more complicated than usual because the Well of Death is back in the woods where I live. So after you've asked me a question and I've told you the answer, you'll have to accompany me and my guards back there so they can throw you down it. It will be well worth the trouble, my lady. After Lady Michaela has watched the spectacle of the fight to the death, she will stay behind to speak to those that form an orderly queue. But first, let the fight commence! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That is indeed the stuff. Who's for another? Sure. Clive? I haven't really started this one yet. I can see that. What's the matter? I sort of stopped drinking ale when I stopped being a great big brute. Um, I see. Actually, I'd really like a glass of white wine. Well, all right, but you should have said so. I'll get you one now. Lily, the same again for you? Yeah, and ask them if they've got any locust flavour crisps. Will do. There were lots of people queuing up to speak to that lady. Hmm. They're still at it, I think. I wonder if I should ask her something. It might be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It would definitely be that. But no, you shouldn't ask her anything. 
but I just feel like I'm really ignorant. And she's got the gift of knowledge. Has she? Yeah, she knows everything. Does she? Haven't you heard about all the people who have gained knowledge from her? And if any of them actually use this knowledge? Um, what do you mean by used? Well, have they tested it out? Tested if this knowledge is accurate? Well, there's no need for that, is there? Come on, everybody knows Lady Michaela is bang on the money every time. Further drinks, my friends, and further celebrations. They only had and. Fair enough. That's a very large glass of wine. Well, you are a very large fellow, and that is the secret of your success. Am I successful? Absolutely. Let's drink to your triumph. You don't like it? It's the most horrible thing I've ever tasted. Maybe I should try rosé. Good evening. I am the Herald of the Mayor, and I've been sent to speak to you. Me? No, he clearly means me. No, he even more clearly means me. It's all three of you. You have been observed operating as a group. Why does everyone insist on calling us a group? You were seen arriving in the town together this morning and two members of your party were subsequently witnessed purchasing a ticket for the other. Party is even worse than group. What's wrong with you? Naturally, it was assumed that you were sending your colleague to his death. But look, he still lives. The mayor takes a very dim view of this. How can we hope to control the population if new people arrive in the town and then don't die? We won't be here much longer. Once we've finished our drinks, we intend to move along. In fact, we're perfectly happy to leave now, if you would prefer. We have no wish to outstay. You must be taken before the mayor so we can decide your fate. Right, how do we get there? Clive, sit down. We're not going to see him. It's not up to you. You see, Lily, it's not up to us. Clive, do you not think it's quite likely the mayor will sentence us to death? I don't know. Is it? Yes, I think a better plan might be if we come to some arrangement. You seem like a reasonable person, um... The Herald! You seem like a reasonable person, the Herald. We have made a substantial sum of money from the fight, and we'd like to share some of it with you so we can all forget about this unfortunate disagreement. You want to give me some money? That's right. Shall we say a hundred gold quid? Okay. And then who dies? What? Well, somebody's got to die, haven't they? Otherwise, what's the point to be tramping halfway across town? Well, if you're really adamant that somebody has to die, I think it's going to have to be you. Fair enough. Thanks. So, uh, are you going to commit suicide then? Alternatively, Clive could kill you. He's very good at it. Oh, I don't want to kill... Actually, the mayor might be more appropriate. Now that we've paid you, the Herald, you could kill the mayor instead of yourself. Could I? Look... Who's more significant, you or the mayor? Obviously, the mayor is a much more significant individual than me. Ah, and it's not all about quantity, you know. The quality of death is also very important. If somebody as significant as the mayor dies, everyone will say, wow, finally something's being done. That's true, they will. Here, you can use this potion of immediate death. They're not selling very well anyway. Thank you. Right then, I'll be off. Best of luck. Let us know how it goes. What was... How does killing the mayor help anyone? 
He's the one who brought that awful lady Watsyerface to town and got all those morons lining up to see her. She is not awful. She is absolutely radiant. Didn't you see? It was like a golden light pouring out of her. And that's your idea of attractiveness, is it? There's plenty of lanterns around you could rub your crotch up against. Your cynicism is of no account. I love her. Really? I intend to seduce Lady Michaela this very afternoon. Well, there's a number of issues with that idea, and I'm just going to pick one. Have you noticed that she's surrounded by armed guards? It's not the most intimate scenario. I assure you, I know what I'm doing. Sorry, but you don't assure me. I'm going to get out of this tedious town, and you can either join me or not. I'm going to fetch my cart. I'll be back in ten minutes. Hmm. Well, I think I'd better go with her. But I need you to assist me with my scheme. Why? I can't do it without you, Clive. You've proved yourself to be a man of action. A man who doesn't back down in the face of a difficult situation. When did I do that? Well, in the huge fight earlier. Was that a difficult situation? Yes. Oh. After this gentleman, it's us. Now, I must emphasize once again, I will do the talking. You just look a bit sad and a bit ill. Right. It will all work out fine. And what is your question, mortal? My lady, I wish to know the name of the great green dragon that burnt down the village where I was born. Ah, another question concerning dragons. How intriguing. But are you prepared for the truth? I... I believe so, my lady. I hope you are. For the dragon had the same name as you. The dragon was called Zeke? Yes, the dragon was called Zeke. She's amazing, isn't she? Yes. Now, stay cool and stay silent. And who is next? Please remain in a neat line, one person at a time. My lady, forgive us, but my friend cannot speak for himself. He is afflicted with a disease of great dumbness. It is left to me to ask the question for him. I see. And then which of you is to be thrown into the well of death? Well, if anyone, it's definitely him. But perhaps, just perhaps, it's no one at all. Why do you smile in that devilish manner, mortal? The reason that I smile devilishly, my lady, is that I think if a man approaches and is able to survive your test, you will know that you have found your true love. I think that is why you invite so many poor fools to die at your command. Um, do you? Yes, I think that pretty strongly. I mean, at this juncture, I would like to emphasize once again that my friend is the one who would die if this isn't... Don't worry, Clive, this is definitely working. But anyway, my lady, have you not yearned to meet one who could play within your rules and yet play without them? Have I? And would this person not fill you with both awe and desire? Well, I suppose. I mean, everyone else is pretty boring, so... Your words are impudent, mortal. And yet they arouse my interest. Good. In which case, may we agree here and now that if my friend does not die after all, you and I shall take supper together tonight? 
Very well, but we have already lingered too long. What is your question? My question is, how does one escape from the well of death? Ah, well, the solution is actually very simple indeed. At the moment you start to fall, you must call out, No! 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 And by this denial, you will negate the power of the well of death, and you will be free. Or rather, my friend will be free. Or rather, he will not, for he cannot speak the words that would free him. Ah, right. No. Actually, um... You shall not dine with me tonight, mortal. Your gambit has failed. What if it's me, though? What if it's me who's thrown into the well? You wish to take your friend's place? Yes, definitely. Of, of course, it's me who must be thrown into the well of death. Clive was just here for a bit of moral support because I was so intimidated by your great aura. So be it. Line yourself up with the others. We shall depart soon. After I have answered these last few people, now who is next? Milady, here is my question. How is it that dragons are able to fly? They are launched from a catapult. Of course! I see it now. Potions! Last chance to get your potions today before I'm off to the next town. Do you have a potion to resurrect a corpse? Ooh, that's necromancer territory, really. Why do you ask? My husband died in a fight today. I kept telling him you don't want to get yourself involved in a fight to the death because of all the death. Right. Well, what about a potion of cremation? It slowly burns your loved one's corpse into a soft grey ash and it also conjures up the scent of a summer breeze. The whole thing is very dignified. Nah. We chucked him in the river so he can be swallowed by his beloved man-eating trout. He was a good man. He didn't deserve to die at the hands of that barbarian. I'd like to give that bastard a bit of a talking to. I don't think it would be worth the effort. Well, it's too late anyway. Apparently him and his mate were asking Lady Michaela a question, so they'll be off to the woods by now. What? He'll get what he deserves at least. A horrible death. Oh, for fuck's sake. Seems a bit mad, though. Immediately after winning all that money. Yes, it is a bit mad. Hold! Silence whilst Lady Michaela takes her place upon her throne. Thank you for your patience during this difficult process, everybody. If you could try and get into the same order you were in back in the town, my guards will then throw you one by one into the well of death. Come on, people. Surely you must be able to remember who stood where. If it would please you, my lady, I should like to go first. Would you indeed? Yes, I would, for I would like all those present to witness my accomplishment as one final treat before they die. As you wish, mortal. Guards, throw this man into the well of death. Get his legs, Phil. Now, up we... Stop! What is the meaning of this? Lady Michaela, I apologise for intruding, but I have business with this man. And also that man over there. 
Who? Me? So you can speak? Uh, uh, no. These two ruffians and their female companion were responsible for trying to have me murdered today. I only escaped the turncoat assassin's blade by quickly resigning from my own position as mayor and naming him as my successor, so he had to kill himself instead. Oof, unlucky. Therefore, these men must die. Well, if you were paying attention, my guards were just about to throw this one into the well of death. But he cannot be allowed the honour of dying at your command, my lady. He must be executed like the despicable criminal he is. And the same for his friends over there. And their colleague when we find her. What you suggest is very unorthodox. You know the system. All those who ask me a question have to be thrown into the well of death. But you may take the strange, overgrown dullard who pretends to have no voice if you wish. I don't really know why he's here, to be honest. Well, I thought I'd better come just in case it changed back to me being the one who had to get thrown in the well. Because it sort of keeps changing and it's quite confusing and... Silence! Guards, resume your duty. Throw that slippery devil into... Wait! Oh, come on! Who the hell are you? Sally. From Sally's local boutique. You must have seen it on the way into town. I saw nothing but a sign saying, This way for the way into town. I thought it was stupid. Well, my lady, I have these wonderful souvenir garments for sale, and... I'm a bit busy at the moment. But, my lady, look. They say, I got thrown into the well of death, and all I got was this lousy tunic that makes me look like a bellend. <sighs> Do you wish to purchase one of these items, mortal? No, I'm fine, thank you. But he's fine, thank you. Guards, throw this man into the well of... I think not. Lily? Oh, for God's sake, am I ever going to be thrown into this fucking well? Ah! The third culprit returns! My lady, this filthy harridan was the other one who... Yes, yes, you can take her away as well if you want. Nobody is taking me away, and nobody is throwing Roger into that well. Of course they are. They always throw people into the well. And the people are glad to die, because they have asked me a question, and I have answered with the truth, for I answer all questions that are put to me. Answer me this then, using your great genius. What will happen to someone who drinks this potion? Why, they will grow wings like a glorious angel, of course. So it won't be instant death? No, not instant death, definitely not. So, if it was you that drank it, for example, you wouldn't lose your famed immortality at a stroke and die in agony as an acrid black mist writhed around your withering corpse. How can a mist be black? Just answer the question. No, of course not. The very idea is... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Preposterous. Yes, bang on. Preposterous. Here you go, then. Have a swig. I'm not actually all that thirsty, as it happens. It's tasty stuff, honestly. You should give it a try. No, I'm fine. And you could finally demonstrate your power in front of all these people. That would be something to see, wouldn't it, everybody? To actually see how great she is, and how she really does know everything. No. No! Leave me alone. Guards, get her to leave me alone. I will leave you alone, if you let me take my two friends with me. All right. Off you go. But I need... I need to be thrown into the... 
Perhaps not, actually. Is it me instead again? No, Clive. I think we'd better just go. This is a further outrage! Lady Michaela, are you going to let these people leave? Well, I... yes. Sounds like he just asked you a question and you answered with the truth. Yes. Yes! Guards, throw the mare into the well of death. No! Hang on a minute! You can't just keep changing the rules! I can. But you just let them leave! And it was... No, no, that was all right, because it was different. That Explodes was created and written by Ollie Allsop and Nick Briggs. It starred John Barron as Roger, Gillian Horgan as Lily, Steve Kent as Clive, and Holly Gillanders as Lady Michaela, and also starring Keith Quinn, Tom Slatter, Kevin Watkins, and Elise White. It was directed and produced by Keith Quinn, Nick Briggs, and Ollie Allsop. The theme music was composed and performed by Stephen Ingalls, and the ambient sounds were supplied by Michael Gelfi. The best bit is where I died. Hi, this is Arif Silverman, and I wanted to let you know that my radio play, Black Blade, is now available to stream on the Fantasy Network. The play chronicles the apex of a decades-long witch hunt and includes ancient forests, wyverns, and magic swords. A diverse cast of characters and team members tell a subversive, timely story about a world racked with political and environmental struggles. I hope you'll tune in. TFN Audio. Creator distributed, fan supported.